It's your homie Rashawn. Be cool. And this your boy C. Three men collaborating for the betterment of each other and listeners. Welcome to the Betterment Podcast. I look to to. So look, man, what we we gonna get into this thing, man? Um, you know, today is already blessed, of course. Yes, sir. Um, we're gonna jump mm-hmm. off this. We're gonna jump off this. Uh, this series we got going on for this month, man. This month of May. Right. Um. You know, so if you, if y'all wanna um, kind of let the listeners know where we where we at, man, and then I'll let them know the topic of the day, man. Yeah, man. Um, you know, it's a it's a beautiful thing, man. Great concept of what we're gonna be talking about. You know, um, dealing with you know championship level, um, and uh, we we're talking, you know, in the concept of, of the last dance, man. Uh, watching this series of of uh, Michael Jordan and the historic Bulls when they they made the historic runs to to be the the three peak champions twice, man. Right. Uh, it's a lot of things that we could. We could learn from that and uh, apply to our lives, man. And uh, I think this is going to be an extremely profound series where we take this, man. Definitely, man. Right. Definitely, definitely. And, and, yeah, and man, before we and before we give them the the title, you know, I did a little little research, man. I got the top ten of what we about to talk about in 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 the NBA, man. I, I, I'm gonna try to figure out if y'all know where MJ is on the list at. You know what I mean? As far as the top hey, well, ten, well, it just depends on whose top ten this is, though. <laughs> 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 you know, there's some top tens out there that's like really like you know suspect, but hey, you know, it, it is what it is. It man. Pertain- well, so what, but but, it, but but it's pertaining to you know our subject matter today. So okay, uh, okay, but, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so so what what you got? What you got, Big Oh, okay. So the top ten, but see, you was you gonna tell them the topic? Yeah, yeah. So the topic um for the day is you know jumping this whole thing off is the the dangers of ego. That's okay. what we're gonna be talking about. Right, and I the looked dangers up of ego. Yeah, and I looked up the definition of ego just for the listeners to know a person a person's sense of self esteem. Or self importance, uh, self worth, or self respect. Um, that was the definition of ego. Mm-hmm. Okay. <clears throat> yeah. Gotcha. But in it, so so when I was looking this up, um, I was like, man, I wonder, you know, who had like who had the biggest egos in the NBA? And when I typed okay, it so in, that's, so there's actually yeah. a list out there for this. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. There's there's okay. actually a list okay. out there. Yeah. There's actually a list, and uh, it gave me the top ten. And um, you know, it's it was it was very interesting. Um. So I don't know if y'all wanna wanna figure out where you feel like MJ lied in the top ten where where he is, or you want me to just go through the list? You know. Yeah. Just uh, run through the yeah, list, bro. Yeah. Run it down. Run it down. So we're gonna start at number ten with Shaquille O'Neal. All right. Okay. Okay. Number number nine, Stefan Marbury. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Number Starbird. eight. Starbird. Yeah. Number eight, Isaiah Thomas. Okay. Seven is 
LeBron James, the king. LeBron James? LeBron James? LeBron James. <laughs> and then number six, you know, rest in peace, Kobe Bean Bryant, you know. All right. One of the GOATs. I got you. One, one of the GOATs. And then coming in at number five, coming in at number five is the one and only Michael Jordan himself. Okay. Number four is Oscar Robertson. All right. That's the big O. That's Mr. Triple Double. Triple yeah. Double. Yeah. yeah. Number three is Wilt Chamberlain. <laughs> oh. He got 40,000 oh, under the belt. <laughs> he might have been number one, son. Hey, man. <laughs> I guess it depends on the person. Who... <laughs> yeah. yeah. Number, no, number two is Kareem Abdul Jabbar. With the ego, ego, yeah, humble, Lou Alcindor, Mr. Humble. Okay, yeah. all right, all right, and, all right. And check, and check this out, and check this out. Coming in at number one, probably I did, I had no clue, but Rick Barry, Mr. NBA himself, huh? No, that's Mr. not yeah, NBA yeah, that's, himself. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh, wow. 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 Okay. Yeah, man. So yeah. I thought that list was definitely interesting. You know where MJ fell in place at number five, and then you know looking at the other spots. You know, uh, ten through one going down. You know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, you want to know what's what's uh what's interesting is me and my wife we we was talking about you know this topic this morning, man. Uh-huh. Um, I was discussing with her, you know, what we was gonna talk about today, and. You know, we had a real good conversation about as far as Michael having an ego, being ego, you know, having an ego issue mm-hmm. um, and her view from it. You know what I'm saying? She felt like and, you know, everybody, I like to have conversations and everybody's entitled to their own opinion. She felt like Michael didn't really have a, a ego issue. You know what I'm saying? Right. Um <laughs> You know, due to because uh-huh. he was the he was the star player, so she kind of felt like the coaches, the first coach that he had, kind of molded him into that way of thinking, which he kind of had a point in some way. So you know what I'm saying, right? I, I guess we could we could say that looking back at it, you know what I mean? Definitely, because I mean, right, right. They kept feeding them the ball. Right. Because, like, like I told her, I call it they were stroking his ego. Okay. okay. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because, you know, as a star player, of course you're going to have confidence. You know what I'm saying? Because that's what kind of what ego is, is a, is a level of confidence that you have about yourself and what you do. But I, I feel like you can go – above above and beyond when it comes to ego right as well you know what i'm saying but i think he you, al- you know i go ahead bro i think he always had a sense of uh sense of ego about himself i think his game just caught up with you know his mental um uh, but i right. in in that journey it takes coaches and teammates to you know help you along the way so yeah so, right, so right. with that said, let me ask you guys a question. Right. In, in your theory, in, in do you believe ego is wrong? 
No, no that, and no, that's where I was no. getting to. Ego, and this is what we was talking about, me and my wife. Ego is not, it's not wrong. You know what I'm saying? It's not something that's evil or something like that. You feel me? Right. Like it's, mm-hmm. it's okay to have a moderate <laughs> like level of ego about you. You know what I'm saying? Right. So I mean, so, in a, in a way, you can look at ego. You can almost translate that into having standards about yourself. Right. Or having standards exactly. of of what you want. Right. Uh, I, but I I think I think there has to be a balance and a check on that too, because ego can turn into a angry sense of pride too, where it becomes dangerous. Um, right. You know, and and me just thinking about ego the last couple of days and just running into random situations in my life the last uh, forty eight hours, I've realized that. Ego can be associated with someone trying to prove themselves and yeah, to prove exactly. themselves to others. And and I thought about like the first two shows when MJ was trying to prove himself to his dad, mm-hmm. you know, and, you know, his big brother was always, you know, with dad and, and, you know, his dad used to send him in the house, boy, go do this, da da da, you messing up out here. But he, he was determined to prove himself to his dad, you know? And I thought about it. I was like, maybe his ego began back then and it became so powerful to him that it willed him to being one of the best, or if not the best player to ever step on the hardwood. Right. You know? And th- and that's a point that I made to my wife as well is I think that that's where it was rooted. At his his drive, his drive and his willingness to be the best. It, he felt like he had to prove something throughout his whole life, bro. Yeah. If you really look at it. Definitely. You know, and but the, the part of that is is like when you're always on that, I guess I don't even I can't even call that a defense. You're always on the offense or you're always in that mode, I gotta prove this to you. I think you can really burn bridges or people sometimes don't know how to take, but yet they can see your greatness. They can also see your uh, expertise and, and, and level of uh, superiority in whatever you're doing. But also on the flip side, you know, people that have become very egotistical, they forget that there's a, a, I guess, a humanity side to your, to your life as well. So, Mm-hmm. And I'm glad you I'm glad you said that word because I looked up the word egotistical mm-hmm. and it's basically it's basically being self-centered and conceited. There we go. There we you go. You know what I'm saying? There yeah. we go. Yep. You know, I mean and, and that itself but it it does not it does not make you a bad person, but I believe it is a terrible attribute. And and I because if you become self-centered you never focus on anybody else, but you will, wow, will achieve your goals that's associated with you. Sometimes they can actually achieve goals by, you know, I guess by, by what you've done. You know what I'm saying? So there are, there can be blessings that come from you being egotistical as well. So it's, it's an interesting, this is an interesting topic, guy. It's really interesting. Yeah. 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 But, yeah, Definitely. so I mean, and the, and the, go ahead, and what's what's crazy, man, is 
it's a lot of points, you know what I'm saying? It's, it says ego, it's something that I've written down. It says ego forces us to make everything about ourselves. So basically what you just said, we look at everything from a, um, basically just worried about us. So I look at it like it was a point in time where, you know, where Jordan was playing and, you know, everybody knew he was the star player. He can hit 50, 60 points. But he wasn't utilizing the team. Right, right, right. You know what I'm saying? He wasn't he wasn't um using the people he had to actually help him and to take a lot of weight off of him. You know what I'm saying? At that point in time. And we're going and I think in this series it's gonna be great because as we gradually go through, um, we're gonna actually get to see the growth in him and also, you know, with our personal issues That's as true. well. That's true. Definitely. That's definitely. Um, I, I, I mean, and when we talk about ego, I don't feel that that Michael is the one that had the biggest ego through the series that we we've been able, you know, watch. I think that, the owner. Oh you know no! What I'm saying that the owner, uh, uh, Jerry Krause, may have been the the one that really showed himself to be the most egotistical of them all, man. Right. You know, right. I mean, and I, I'm just, you know, looking at this, man, it really made me say, wow. Like, so the last the last shows that came on uh, last Sunday, I'm looking at it and I, I see the whole stint on which they did Tony Kukoc. And they, you know, Jerry Krause was really bent on getting Tony Kukoc. Meanwhile, the Chicago Bulls are still champions. They're still great. They still got Michael and Scotty, you know what I'm saying, right. and, and and Rodman, and they're winning. And this guy wants to go out and say, okay, when I get rid of Scotty or if I get rid of Michael, I still want to continue this. It was like it, he he wasn't happy with what he had because I felt like he felt that he didn't build this himself. So if he didn't build it, it really wasn't his. But I, I I don't know what what do y'all think about that? I feel I felt like I felt like he I felt like he knew he built it. I felt like he knew he built a successful right, he team. Knew that. Okay, you know he what I'm that. saying. Yep. And but I feel like just the ego, the egotistical part of him, and the self centered part. He feel like okay, if I built this, I can do it again. You know what I'm saying? It's just like you never get enough right. yeah. of. Of it, you know what I'm saying? So, I mean, and he had at that, at, 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 at that man, listen, just look at what he has. He had Michael Jordan, he had Scottie Pippen, and Dennis Rodman all on the team at one time, man. Right. Like, <laughs> can you? I, I don't know, man. That's just crazy, man. And you but, gotta look you, at it too, man. When you go ahead, no, go ahead, but cool. you mean, in saying that, I mean, we look at the players, but you know, it's a business. And I think from a business aspect, he felt like he probably should have gotten just as much shine as or recognition as as exactly. the players when, you know, exactly. we all know that, you know, it's it's the guys on the court that actually win the games. And we're not saying that he wasn't important important because he was. But I mean, the camera's just gonna be on the players. That's just something some people have to realize. I mean, it might not be a camera, but it might be something else that shines a spotlight on a particular. Because you know, but I don't think he can handle the fact that if you notice, Jordan got 
all the accolade. He got all the attention. Um, you know, right. like that. I mean, you know, it's it's crazy, man. Like great series, great to watch, but I think that was his main issue. And it's a lot of things in the series, man, that that I think that stuck out, like, with every individual, man, e- even with him. You know what I'm saying? They they talked about how, you know what I'm saying, he had trouble making friends as a kid. We talking about Jerry the the manager. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah you know what I'm saying? And um, how he was always paranoid, um, insecure. So you take those issues and – even though he was in a powerful position, he still had those issues within himself. So that's what a lot of people do today that's in high positions. Like they still battle with these insecurities and they use the position of power to make themselves feel better or they think it's going to take care of those issues, but it It, never does. It exploits it, honestly, at that level, you know? Exactly. You, right. you know, what we've said in the past, I know you both said it, you know, money only magnifies whatever the issue is. Come on. You know, if you got a, if you got a good heart, it's going to magnify your good heart. If you got something bad going on in your life, you know what I'm saying? And you don't clean it up, it will magnify that. You know, um, you know, just thinking about what you were saying, Coop, about, you know, he was still yet a vital part of the team. You can't run it without him, mm-hmm. but he wasn't getting the accolades, mm-hmm. but he always wanted the right. accolades. And it sounds like, you know, I ain't getting off of the sport, but it sounds like a owner of the Dallas Cowboys right now, Jerry Jones yeah. always wants to be in the, in the, in the limelight. Mm-hmm. And, you know, meanwhile, the team is suffering, you know? So that's, that's, uh, that's interesting because, you know, going back to what we, what you were saying, see, you know, like Michael didn't begin to be extremely successful until he said, I need to learn how to play team ball. Right. You know, and if, if you right. don't learn that in life, I don't care how great you are. You know, you cannot be extremely successful or you won't be, you won't get to the level of what God has designed you to get to. And he had to be taught that as well. Right. So, um, yeah. you know, there again, you looking at a general manager who, you know, brought in, I don't know, was it the general manager or the owner? I think it was the owner when they brought in Phil originally to be an assistant. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it's, it's so yeah. many, it's so many different levels to it because you got someone who's overseen. You have someone who is actually doing the operation. And then you have those that are actually playing the game. And everybody has a little bit of ego, but it's inter- interesting to see that the owner, you know, he was just trying to make the best decision. Like, why would we get rid of Phil? Like, no, we're going to keep him. Like, we've been winning. That's what we're going to do. Um, yeah. So it, it's so many. And, di- and Yeah, it's so many dynamics to it. And sometimes even when you are a star or mm. you're special at what you do, mm-hmm. you need to have somebody to be able to check you, man. You have oh, yeah. to have that. You have to. And, check and it out. like, like, yeah, like, like Phil, Phil was like, hey, don't you see Paxson open over there? Pass him the damn ball. Right. <laughs> you know, once he, once he started passing him the ball, guess what happened? You know, and it's, that's, that's life, man. You got to have something that you will allow to check you mm. and say, hey, yeah. this is like, I, I see it from a different view. 
you might think you 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 win it, but you can win even better if you allow that over there, man. So that's that's good, man. It was it was two comments, man, that uh Jerry made that really stuck out with me and and identifying, you know, the insecurity issue. Um it was one thing he said about Jordan, man. He was like, you know, he felt like he was the only one to tell Jordan no other than his parents because everybody else just kissed his ass, yeah. basically. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, everyone in the world. So that's why I was talking about earlier about stroking a person's mm-hmm. ego. Even though I respect Jordan and he's the greatest basketball player to me, once you're at a position and anyone can be victim of this, uh, pastors, anybody yeah. in leadership that has a um, – once you have a lot of people um, cheering you on and and just basically following you, it's, it's, it's easy to fall into that matter where you think you know mm-hmm. everything and right. what's best. And when your ego – when you have a big e- ego, you don't take advice. Mm-hmm. You don't – because you think you right. know it all. So – it's almost you know like you know Jerry was was necessary, right? That's what I'm saying. So he, even though he had his issues, it still shed light on some of Jordan's. It's like it's like helping each other, yeah. like mm-hmm. you know the bad, the bad working out for the good. You know right. what I'm saying? So even to I the mean, point where it pushed them to be successful in this last dance. You know. Like initially, them right. going into the season knowing, like, hey, this field last year, and Jordan knowing if Phil ain't here, I'm not gonna be here. This our last season, so we gotta go for it. You know, like that was that fuel for that last year. Yo, so in, in that sense, where we're at with that, let me ask you guys a question: How many more championships do you feel that that collection of teammates could have won if? the ego of Krauss had not been involved and said, I'm going to dissemble this. Like, how a, how much more could they have done? I'm going to give them... Uh, I'm going to give them seven championships. In my mind, I think they could have went for seven. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's why I, I was going to say I give them a probably a couple more, maybe two more. But I think outside of that, that's when contracts. you get into um yeah. you got up yeah. You got contracts, you got age, and then you got coming other into great the league yeah. starting to emerge yeah. in the yeah. Right. Because yeah. I think but, at one point go ahead. No, and I, I I'm I'm hearing both of you guys and I, I'm I'm understanding that like it with opportunity there's always a window. And that window, mm. you know what I'm saying? You gotta go. You gotta go. You like gotta go winning. for it. God you gotta go for it at that time. Yeah. And it's like you know, like it's it's right. like, and that's why you gotta have the balances around and the the wisdom to say, okay, like we got this window of opportunity, take it. Because sometimes you don't know when that window is gonna happen again, and you don't know right. if mm. this is gonna rewrite history books or not, man. You know, right? So that's right. And and listen, bro, like me and my wife, man, we was having a a good conversation on this topic, bro. And she read some of the notes uh-huh. that I had. And when it one of the notes, you know, it said ego forces us to make uh 
you know, we think we know everything. So she kind of immediately kind of uh, put the spotlight on herself, okay. so to say, because, I mean, she gives out a, a lot of good advice. And she was like, I ain't even going to lie. It's a lot of times I think I'm 90% right. At least she was honest with you, bro. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, and I and I shot back to her like, yo, it's been plenty of times when I think I'm right that I know uh-huh. the most. So both of us having a, you know, a transparent moment and identifying the things within ourselves that when we think we know everything, but it took me to actually consider her advice on a consistent basis that actually helped me throughout my life. Like, okay, she mm-hmm. told me to do this yeah. this way. I didn't do it because I thought I knew everything, but her way is actually right. working better. Right. You see what I'm saying? So that's where it comes in as far as on a personal level in our life, as far as ego, man, because when you got that ego problem, man, it destroys relationships. It destroys yeah. a lot of things. For so, us, you know, so I, talking I, about the ego, Go ahead, bro. No, I was saying, so I was going to switch it up. If you was standing at, you stand in this lane. No, keep going. Keep going. You said what? No, yeah, I was saying as far as the ego, when we when we speak about Jordan. So let's think about these two years he took off and how he carried his ego from the court to the diamond field. And it didn't, it didn't work like it was supposed to probably in his mind personally. So how let's let's talk about how we how we feel like that affected him those I think it was two seasons uh of minor league baseball and you know in his return to coming back to the hardwood as far as how do you think it affected his ego during those two years or those you two know, seasons of, or NBA you know, two seasons I think ego is a blessing in disguise for a lot of people because some ways it will humble you because, mm-hmm. you know, having an ego, you feel like you can just do anything at any time, any way, however you want to, um, because you are you. Now, it's a good thing to have confidence. It's a great thing to do that. But there is sometimes that we all need to be humbled and reminded, like, you can't do it all or you may not mm-hmm. be the best at a particular mm-hmm. thing. And, and, and sometimes like when you like, you got to look at it, man. And I think C said this earlier, this guy was Michael Jordan, still is Michael Jordan. Mm. Everybody, everybody looks up to this guy. You know what I'm saying? There was nothing that he could not do on the basketball court. Nothing he couldn't do athletically. But when he got over the baseball, he didn't, he wasn't, he wasn't the best. You know, so in ways with that, that, that I, I, I believe that humbled him and kind of got him to a point of saying, okay, you know what, man, uh, <laughs> I'm just not the best at everything, man. <laughs> you right. know? And I'm going to tell you, man, I'm going to tell you what that was, too, man. Also, you know, you crushing on the court, you know, you one of the best, one of the best players. So, that that arena can no longer feel your ego. It can't boost it. It can't take you to that. It can't take you to that high. So I want to go and do something mm-hmm. else. And I guess he felt like that was going to fill him back up right. ego wise. 
So like you said, it, it humbled him when he stepped into that arena and didn't perform or it didn't feel his ego, so to say. So you got to go back to a place where you can feel that again. Oh yeah, you know what I'm definitely. saying. And I know, I know the, uh, <laughs> I know the Houston Rockets definitely appreciate Jordan taking a little hiatus for those couple seasons. I mean, shout out to uh, Elijah Wan yeah. and Kenny Smith and the boys. Yo, listen, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm gonna tell y'all something, man. I, I think back <laughs> and I look at some of the greatest to play the game, and Charles Barkley. Yes, sir. Malone is another John Stockton. Um, uh-huh. dude, when when Gary Payton and Sean Kent was jumping out the gym, you know, and yes, all of these guys, they ended up losing right. to the Bulls. Man, they lost to Michael Jordan and the and the Bulls, Scottie Pippen. And you yeah. got to think about it. Like he was, he was like he called some not to get to that to that ring, man. I mean, and and it makes you wonder, like, like, wow, what does that do to his mind to say I was just that unstoppable? Now, the other side of this is Michael Jordan it make was you not feel like all, Superman, yo. Exactly, but there was a that Michael Jordan was stoppable, and and there was a team by the name of Detroit Pistons that that made that possible, you know, and and and. And you can add you can add yeah. more teams to that too, man. Because we we forget about all the L's he got took to before point, he even yeah. actually yeah. got there. I mean, and so it's like it's like you you look Not- at it, man, and you can see the progression of Mike. Like right now, if you look at a kid who knows about Michael Jordan, they may not know had some downfalls. They may not know his second season he gets injured and he has to miss the whole season. You know, they may not know all of the stuff that he went through. Heck, they might not even know about his father passing away and all that stuff going on and all the mm-hmm. situations mm-hmm. that he had that was questioned about him gambling and things of that nature. So there's a lot, like, you know, with Michael where it wasn't always, you know what I'm saying, the, the top of the line, top of the line situation. I think a lot of people don't – a lot of – um. A lot of people don't know about the things behind the scenes, man, because we have to consider the people that, that his teammates and how they felt. Now, just because a player is the greatest, you go out there, and you score 60 points, it doesn't mean that you're actually treating others like right. they should be treated at the same time. You know what I'm saying? It's a lot of um, players that didn't like his yeah. his way of, of motivation, so to say, inspiring um, real hard on others. Um, even though in the long run right, it made them right. better players, but that it that doesn't make it right. Make it, right, it does not so make say. it right. You're absolutely correct, man. Absolutely correct. It you it know? might not make it right, but it definitely made them champions. That's it. Yeah, it made them <laughs> champions. But you know, you you even have people, you know, that that wrote books and everything, man. And um, and like I said, they never take away the um what he gave them as far mm-hmm. as making them better. You know, they they always bring that to the light. But um, I, I just think in a nutshell, we have to be mindful of, of people. Like, we can't put people on this pedestal of just what we right. see That's on the outside. True. That's true. That's true. You know, we don't know what's what's really going on 
behind the scenes or or how you treat others because i was just telling my wife like some of these celebrities that people look up to singers rappers and then you meet them in person and you expect them to act this certain yeah. way yeah, and they right. don't you get but you, you have to realize that these you people are saying? in front of cameras and lights like he said i think in one of those one of those series like the only time he was able to unwind was when he was in the hotel room yeah as soon yeah. as he stepped foot out the door right. he had to be you know agile yeah and i right and another thing he said too man was you know his way of doing things you know you either you may like it or right. you may not like it you know what i'm saying you really can't hold people to your standard of how to, how right. you think they're supposed in to in order be. for him to consistently be at that level he i guess he had to do things the way he had to do them. yeah you know um just just right. a quick story man uh, right. i want to give out the to my spiritual dad mr vernon on this show man um he all right so check this out y'all may not know this but he he played basketball in high school in Asheville, and so his back court partner ended up going to UNC and playing basketball mm -hmm. at UNC. Well, his roommate was his 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 friend that he played in the back court with was roommates with Michael Jordan in at UNC. Okay, so it's okay. crazy because like they used to so you know mr vernon went to central north carolina central and so he used to go up to unc to hang out they go up there you know do things that college kids do and so they would go right. up there everybody you know drinking having fun having a good time and you know mike would come in the room get his basketball and go to the gym it's two or three four o'clock in the morning you know and everybody else hanging out having a good time and it was michael going to right. the gym and it's interesting, like, you know, I'm I'm getting this firsthand, like, from Mr. Vernon telling me about this. And I'm like, wow. And he was like, listen, his work ethic was ridiculous, man. That's why he is who he mm. is right now. And so, like, yeah. you know, and those are, the, those are like, the, the backside of the story that we don't know about. Like, this the things that elevated him beyond compared to other people. You know, the times that everybody mm -hmm. else was partying. Everybody else was sleeping. He wasn't sleeping. He wasn't partying. Right. And I'm going to tell you another thing, too, man. Pain. I'm going to tell you, pain, push you. embarrassment, and hurt drives yes, people to be successful as well. You got a lot of people that's successful right now because of, you know, something that happened in their childhood yep. or somebody that hurt them. Something, man, is it's driven them to be the successful person That's they true. are. Even when he you know got cut that, that first time, he probably was like, I ain't nobody ever going to outshine me ever again. You know, I mean, think right. about that. Like if right. you went college and you're a freshman, right. you come in and you do great that year. You're like that off season. You're like, well, I know we got some more freshmen coming in. Nobody ain't coming in and taking my spot. You know, that's part of your mm -hmm. ego. That's part of your ego. So you're like, yo, I got to do whatever I need to do to be on my, on my Dean. And I'm going I'm to be out here doing, it. you know? So, I mean, right. But you want to know what some things that stems from ego that I written down, man, was was anger, fear, jealousy, and um those three things, man. So during your drive of that, and you you determine that nobody is going it's gonna take your place, it's almost like you you're also motivated by a level of fear. Cause you don't want nobody to take your take your place. Listen. They say <laughs> you it's always been said.
money can motivate the hell out of somebody. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. And and, and and fear can <laughs> definitely do that. Right. That's why when you when you have more fear than faith when it comes to your ego or form, or comes to your motivation, at the end of the day there can there will be some failure somewhere. You know, because right. Um, it, 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 you got to look at the root cause to it. You, you just have to look at the root cause to it, man. And that's, that's real, you know, um, and go ahead. So what, are, what are some things I'm going to ask y'all, what are some things that you think that, um, can help you balance your ego or, or, or keep it balanced or the way to let go of a, a ego issue? What are some things, some solutions that you think mm. that can help? Somebody. Mm. That's a good question, bro. Uh, you want to go for that? Go ahead. Cool. No, you got it. Well, I, I I look at it like this. There's several things, man. I think you need to align yourself with good friends and good family members that always has the ticket and the key to come in your door and check you at any time, man. And and mm-hmm. and I say that. I say that because I've seen it from the ministry standpoint where you can have a pastor who's doing a lot of uh, good things and he's walking in a level of power, you know, within God and also within man. And almost you start seeing a level of worship, if you know what I'm saying. And then Mm -hmm. when that pastor gets so big, he can start making error decisions and nobody checks so what happens is he ends up getting out on the island and when you get on the island nobody loves it better than the devil when you by yourself you know what i'm saying and it's like you know if you if you got a team that's with you they can check you they can like yo and you can appreciate that you know you can be cool Mm -hmm. or 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 see y'all can call me and say rashawn i don't like how you did that man like let's talk about this man like, and I, I won't be offended. And even if I was offended, I'm going to take it out of love because why would you, why else would you do that? You know what I'm saying? So it's like, that, right. that's, and I, I think you got to have a right. heart to say, listen, I want to remain humble. I want to remain humble. Like, that's something that you got to remind yourself to do because when the money starts coming in and the, the entertainment mm-hmm. starts happening, uh, if you're a single man mm-hmm. or single woman, you know, the, the interest of your eye starts coming. All of that started happening at mm-hmm. one time, man. If you don't have people around you that's going to say, hey, hey, get yourself together. You in for a, a rude awakening, man. Oh, definitely. Right. So be cool. What a, what about you, man? Because I got a list, but I want to see if y'all going to touch on on anything yeah. that's, that's on the list. Um, you know the word said teammate. Um, I would say coach. Mm. And in in the, this reference, it would you know a Phil Jackson or a Doug Collins. Um, in in Jordan's journey, he identified. Now that's one thing about Jordan. When we talk about the coaches, when we when we started a Dean Smith, I felt like he had a listening ear. He mm-hmm. he listened to he listened to Smith. Uh, I forget the first coach he had coming into the league. But I know, I know for a fact him saying, you know, he loved Doug Collins. Doug Collins was somebody, you know, they kind of gave him the ball, but he listened to the coach in yeah. Doug Collins. And then, you know, obviously Phil Jackson. Um, so 
I would I would try to identify who is my coach in my season right now. Who is it that I'm listening to that uh, that's on the same team that we're trying to get this championship or we're trying to reach this goal. So I definitely agree. I definitely agree with, you know, with you were when you say your teammate, who are you aligning yourself with? But in sure. this subject matter, when we speak about this, I'm saying Phil. And when I because because of Phil, you know, he was able to identify with the player, also up, you know, management. Um, so that coach piece is real key, whether it be uh, you. I think you reference a pastor, you know, who who are they aligning themselves with? Yeah. I mean, we all know who yeah. with whom they're supposed to be doing that with. Um, uh, so so for that particular question, man, Phil just really stuck out to me like, yeah. you know, that's who he listened to to check his ego to put him in place. And then I think you got to look at the parents, uh, the foundation. Yeah. Um, um, I, I believe like right. how you are raised or how you are brought up or just being able to uh, connect with home in some form or fashion to help you see who you are or where you come from and who you are now and where you're going. Yeah, I don't know if that was any of that was on your list, but that's just what I have. Yeah, that's but that's that was great, man. Um. I like what you said as far as how Phil, um, you know, he got him. He basically got him out of and, that and, and, that one track, right? Thinking. And you got to look at Phil himself. Jackson. You have to, in, in order to understand how deep this go, you got to look at Phil's career as well as a, where he comes from, mm-hmm. uh, his home, his family, how he was raised, and then how he was a, a athlete right. on a championship team in the New York Knicks. That's true. Um, That's true. And then his. And then his his assistant, him going as being a coach in another country, you know, where, you know, it's not as prolific as the NBA, but still he had to crawl before he walked. So you got to understand, Phil went through his own journey, his own ego checks um, yeah. in order for him to be able to resonate with a Michael Jordan at this level. So we, we have to appreciate everybody's right. journey because when we had – go ahead. And I, I think I like that about the series yeah. because it it goes back and it it basically shows you why the right. the person act right. the way they do, or it shows you it gives you it gives you mm-hmm. a glimpse of their past to get you more in the field of why things right went that way. You know what I'm saying? And something that really stuck out to me, man, is when Jordan said. You know, the other coach, I forgot his name. He was like, Collins. he puts the ball in my hand. But Phil, he said, at first, I didn't like out. Phil because he was mm-hmm. taking the ball out of my hand. But by him taking the ball out of his hand, it opened him up yeah. to learn more growth. That shows you with ego, you're not opening yourself up mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. learn more or to grow. But once he learned how to do that, he became one of – I think that's where he became one of the Being greatest players outside just of just all, yeah. yep. the shots and the yeah. yeah. I, I definitely agree with that, man. But yeah. So the list, man, um, the solutions, it says ways to let go of ego mm-hmm. is first practice gratitude. You know, we talk about that thankful. all the time. Yep. Just being thankful. Cause I think that that keeps you humble anyway. 
just being thankful for, you right. know, the gift that you do have, you know, the things that you have. That way you don't mm-hmm. get a big head. You feel me? So the gratitude, um, surrender, okay. the need to control. Right. That's uh, that, number two. Right. I feel you know, like that's that, everything. With that triangle offense. You feel what I'm saying? Where the ball wasn't in his hands. Right. Uh, number three, it says practice mm-hmm. forgiveness and letting go. We all know that that takes a huge load off off you, no period, question. when you do that. You know what I'm saying? Um, another mm. one that says stay a student. Mm. That's deep. So always keeping yourself in a place of learning mm-hmm. or willing to learn something new. From somebody. Also, man, if you notice how he said he didn't like Phil, think about how many people we think we don't yeah. like, but Come we can on, actually man. learn something from them. Exactly. That's big. That's big. Yeah, hey, that's, that's, that's big. real. That's, that's crazy, real bro. That person that you don't like might be the your step greatness. to yeah. your next yeah. level, bro. You're exactly right. Man. Think you about know, how that, crazy that it is. is locks your destiny. <laughs> Oh. You know, um, wow, that, and that's 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 right. life though, because we all have experienced a situation where we met somebody and our frequencies just didn't link up properly at first, but not knowing that mm-hmm. God had designed that person to be in our life because there was going to be a blessing attached to that person. They was going to teach us something, man, and uh, that's mm-hmm. that's real, man. Like you know, uh, wow. Wow, that's, that's some great points, see. Some great points, man. Great points. Yeah, man. So I think at the end of the day, man, like you were saying, like both of y'all were saying, is that um, it's a blessing. At the same time, with you know, you can get into things and with ego and it can you can get caught up. But at yeah. the same time, it's a blessing inside of it. In the end, man. No. Um, and like you said, we're just having somebody to check you, man. Like, there's so many times my wife has checked me on a lot of things, man. And sometimes it takes us a while to actually um, digest being checked in a certain area mm-hmm. because we think we know. <laughs> no question. You know. No now, I, I want to so, ask yeah, you guys man. a question because this is this was really important. <laughs> This was really important to me when I, I, I saw this. And it was the whole the whole scene of the the situation with Harvey Kent and, and the election versus uh versus uh Jesse Ham. And right. when when his mom reached out I thought out, that was very interesting too. It it was mm-hmm. and, and his mom reached out to him and said, Hey, I I, I want you to support and he was like, you know, um, Republicans by by Air Jordans too, by Nikes too, and he was just like, you know, that just wasn't me. I wasn't the the, the guy that was. I wasn't Muhammad Ali, pretty much. I wasn't going for that call. Um, I donated, but I wasn't going to stand up for that call. Now, trusting me because I was around ten or eleven that was going on, I believe, uh, between eight and ten, mm-hmm. something around that, and I remember that. Jesse Hams, and I remember how racist he was. Um, even they showed a clip, like he said, 
there's not going to be any celebration in Mudville tonight. And when he was talking about Mudville, right. he was talking about us brown people. You know what I'm saying? There's not going to be not any celebration. Mm-hmm. And what did y'all take from that when just like, I'm not an activist. I, I, I'm not going to use my plateau to do that. <laughs> so... So, in my opinion, as this is going on, as Michael Jordan is becoming this budding star, I'm going to be real with you. I didn't have an issue with him saying it. Now, I do have an issue with the entire picture, but I kind of understand where he was Uh in this, in that moment. You got to understand, Jordan was none like no other at this point. So, I mean, we're talking... Shoe deal, commercials. I mean, it was a lot. Now, we know now, given like, I mean, well, I know now, given history, like that probably would have, man, just think about if he w- would have stood beside him and endorsed him, what that would have did for our culture, for us as a people. But would Jordan be as big as he is if he made that move? Because we all know politics and business moves. And you know this hierarchy of this this level of how you move, you know how would that have affected his business down the line? That would have been great for us. Yeah. It would have been phenomenal right. for young black boys, to, you know, to see Michael Jordan stand beside Harvey Gant and yeah. yeah, right, right. But that would that would put him in a whole nother realm, a whole nother field, and I think. Him being the supreme athlete he was, he was just focused on basketball. Because for to Jordan, I mean, won't nobody being prejudiced or racist to him. I mean, he was Jordan. And that's the thing. Um, so, yeah, so I guess yeah. yeah. And wow. I guess, right. you know, his money, I guess he feel like his money was just as good as his face. When in turn, it's not. It's not. Right. Yeah. But you know. And I think also, man, we got to look at, also, we got to look at, man, like everybody has to play their position. Um, Everybody has a position to play just because, you know, Ali did one thing. Like he said, he's not an activist. He's not a politician. He don't really do, but he supported, you know, he he endorsed. So I think that, you know, I don't see, like Coop said, I don't see anything wrong with what he done at that particular time in his life. Um, I don't think we can really be mad at the decision. Um, I feel like, you know, we all know what would have happened if he would have, you know, yeah, he would have won most definitely because the following would have helped that. But And you know that's what they wanted anyway. If Jordan does this, Hey, this is gonna be official, but hey, man, everybody got a part to play, and sometimes it, it ain't be. always no, what we exactly. envision. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So yeah, man, that's. But you know, me and my wife was talking about that again that um this morning too, man. Uh, she don't she don't like stuff like that, man. She don't like when people. Put, I guess, put a uh, a shirt on somebody yeah. that and, they and, don't normally and, wear. And I think too, Michael that make any sense. You know what I'm or is he? I think he 
was, man. Like, it, it would have been like a you putting a fish on dry land. Right. And if you step, if you putting him into the politician's world, and that's not who he was, he was the athlete, you know. Now the difference is Muhammad Ali was a man of many coats. <laughs> he could have, he did that, you know what I'm saying. And then too, Muhammad Ali was aligned with the Nation of Islam, right, which had right, its right. own force. Right. So it was different. Yeah, and it was a different time as well, man. And so, let's not know, and you, let's you, not forget when we yeah. speak about Muhammad Ali and the Nation right. of Islam. You know they had an agenda. So and I'm not saying I had I had an issue. I have an issue with the agenda, but they did have an agenda, yeah. and they used yeah. Muhammad Ali for that. So yeah, yeah. So so yeah, yeah. Right, right. Yeah, man. Everybody got a part. Like I said, everybody got a part to play, man. Um. At least, at least he supported the the move in some type of way. It I might mean, not have been the way that he donated. He did. He did. And look at this. Right. And, and now, That's what I'm now, saying. Support is support. He says his mother <laughs> came to him day. and asked him, and he declined it in that manner. Now, if you really want to talk about ego, if somebody really had a crazy big ego, they'd have been like, hell yeah, I'm jumping into this arena. I'm already this basketball player over here. Let me get into politics too. Fifteen years, I could be the president. Right. You know, he 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 did he did realize who he right. was, and he realized that was not his lane, man. You know, and that mm -hmm. I, I respect that. I respect that utmost, man. Really, because he could have right, been like, we, yo, we, I, we yeah. are. Hey, look, we all we all know. When you get in the position and you don't know what the hell you're doing, we we witnessing that right now. So, you know, appreciate it. <laughs> right, right. Because for one, <laughs> for one, man, you get to dabbling in everything, man. You ain't even, then you got, you got all these things yeah. and you haven't really perfected either one of them. So if anything, Jordan, he taught us a lesson. You know I'm, I'm going to stick so with what I'm good at. He was just trying to stay What I'm good at is going to make me it's gonna bring some money in, and I'll be able to, I'll be able to support or donate, and you do what you're good at. Yeah. Now, if you if you fail at winning the election, <laughs> yeah. and I donate it, that's not my yeah, issue, bro. Yeah. I gave you what I had. You know what I mean? So, but you, but right, but you know they try to yeah. blame it on him because they know he had a following, and they depended. I feel like they depended. You know, that's our people, man. That's our people, but I feel like they depended on right. that as a as a now, code, the only thing, code. Like, okay, we right. get him up here. But the only thing I say about he that, bro, right is now. that, hey, as a people, I'd be <laughs> damned if we don't support Jordan. That's all I'm going to say. So, I don't know. He, I, I, I feel like he would have made the same amount of money yeah, he, yeah. he made without being yeah. up there. Like I said, I respect his decision, but you know, the way the way we buy Jordan, <laughs> you know, Hey, yeah. <laughs> that, that could have catapulted the culture again. We don't know. We yeah. don't know. Well, you know, I I think too the the reason why there was so <laughs> many some some activists and and you know some politicians that didn't agree with him or even just your your regular you know citizens didn't agree with him not being verbally supportive was they were feeling like he was not putting himself in the same ship as the black community anymore because he had arrived, he had made money, um, he didn't face any racism that we knew of, 
like your common person would on a regular day basis. So they were saying separate himself from that, which I don't think he was. He was just uncharted territory. I'm That's not all. In that. Yeah, yeah. Uncharted territory. Saying, yeah, I'm not involved in that. I will support financially. Like right now, though, think about it. Getting a financial donation from Michael Jordan, I'm sure it was a nice amount of money. You know what I'm saying? That's very supportive, extremely supportive. So you right. know, um, you know, I mean, and and that goes right. back to right. you can't please everybody. And it doesn't mean mm-hmm. that he he didn't say, okay, you know, I'm about my culture, I'm for my culture, I love my culture, I want us to advance. You know, he didn't say he did not say he didn't want that. But he said, I'm not going to do it. And with that being, with that being said, bro, that's another episode right there, what you just said. (laughs) It's another episode. (laughs) It's another episode, bro. Real talk. (laughs) In the real one. Hey man. Yeah, it it is. Yeah. It, it's, it's definitely I feel like this is a good one, man. Real yeah. talk. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so, uh, you know, uh, you know how to be a champion, stay a champion. That's what it. Yeah. You know. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> let's go. Let's go. Well, look, this so, is this is your big homie Rashawn, so. aka Freshwater Word Life. So, man. It's your boy B Coop. And it's your boy C. We out. We out. I look to, to-